it's another big hello to uh, all of our listeners here at Two Smoking Guns as we're going to bring you another session of, uh, I think we've got some food bits, I think we've got, uh, I'm going to talk to you about olive oil today. But anyway, before I even do that, there is somebody else here. <laughs> hello to you, Rutsy. Olive oil as in Popeye <laughs> or olive oil as in the uh, the stuff that you use when you saute olives, um, yeah. onion, garlic and chilli. I'm going to talk to you about olive oil. The health benefits thereof? Well, there's sort of a, there, there's something you need to do with olive oil and I wouldn't right. have, uh, I wouldn't have, <laughs> it's not lathering up. Right. right. Okay, so. so that looks. In your eye, then, Scotty. I thought, hello. Oh, hello. It was a half volley, wasn't it? <laughs> Just easy at on the, the net. Short, on the short boundary. Easy at the net. Um, now, I'm going to talk to you about something you, you do with olive oil. Right, I yeah. wouldn't have even thought about how Okay, to do that. well, so, now, um, you've certainly. And I know we've got a bunch of other stuff that's uh, that's been out there, but um, there's still a lot of, you know, humbug stuff going on. But we're going to we, we're going to push all of that aside. We don't do humbug. We don't do humbug. What we do we do. Boring is, uh, we managed to weasel our way through and find all of the little odd spots and little funny bits yes. that have occurred through yes. the week. It, it's a bit like a verbal maze. And, and sometimes I, we hit a roadblock. Yes. <laughs> and it's, I tell you, it's been very slim pickings of over yes, the last little while, has it not? Well, I can tell you, I, I went through about uh, eight publications and I... I think I did send you a little message game. Um, oh, I'm, a, I'm a bit thin on the ground. No, so no. anyway, I went. And I thought about something, and uh, I read something about somebody who had invented something, and I went, "I know what we can do. We'll go back and have a look at some things that have been invented, and who well, invented them." There you go, because we find segues everywhere. Now in, I uh, promise we will talk about it because <laughs> <laughs> we did make a pact that oh, we wouldn't we mention all the things we talk about because half the time we don't even get through half of them. Oh, <laughs> we do do that a little bit, do we not? No, no. Now, have you been, um, given that you're allowed to, have you been gloffing? I have been gloffing. Yeah, very Yes, yeah, so I've Excellent. played twice last week. Excellent. And uh, I played yesterday, so I'm just maximising my uh, time on the golf course. Uh, good for you. And the form is... It's okay, but it's a little scratchy, as you would probably expect. You've left a bit in the bag? I've left a bit in the bag. There's a little bit of work uh, to do. That's all right. That's why but we you know going. what they say keep about golf. Yes, a bad day on the golf course is a thousand times better than a good day in the office. What's an office? <laughs> well, a work-from-home environment. Yeah, exactly. I but, do. mate, no, it's been good. It's been good to get out. It's been really yep. good to have a bit of fun and uh, yeah, you know important. get a bit of fresh air and the weather's improving, so things are good. And yep. look, I also must say, and I know you're not a you're a car racing fanatic, not a horse racing fanatic, but it's coming up to the spring carnival, oh, yeah. and we're right in the thick of it now. We've got all the big races starting from Saturday, Caulfield Cup, and I have been uh, easing into my form. Yes. By way of the uh, the support of the horses. Yes. And uh, I've got a sufficient um, tank of money ready to go. Oh, Because I've done pretty well. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, good. So I'm building my form up so that I can give it all away over the next month, well, Scotty. Now, I don't know whether you are aware, and I know you sort of... I know this, this year... You started to get into your multis. Well, I've done you a lot of multis. We text each other a bit on a, on a watching a footy game. And no, in I fact, have. I, I had one the other week. Uh, Do you know how they work? Well, it's basically, it's, you've got to pick a lot of stuff, and it all wins. You win a, a fair bit of money, and, and you multiply each of the odds by the by what you get. I mean, That's I had it. one. I had one running about six weeks ago. Yeah. I got five of the six legs. Yeah, it was going to pay the odds. Yeah. Were twelve hundred and one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You can have a bit of fun yeah. with it. Missed the last one. Yeah, cool. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I won the quaddy the other week. Uh, did you? Yeah, I did. Well, in fact, I was with. Um... And then last week, I lost out the first leg of it. So oh, you know, it's well, one of those things. I mate. got the quaddy. I don't spend a lot of money. I just do it for fun and frivolity. No. Um, can't be there, so you might as well have yeah. a look and uh, bet from afar. And I might just—it's uh, Caulfield Cup on Saturday, yeah. so. Um, the, the bride's going to get her fascinator out. Oh, yes. she's got to frock up. She's got to frock up. <laughs> and I'm looking at the moment for uh, a hat, an appropriate hat. And a Hawaiian shirt. And a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> That's exactly That's how I'm going to roll it. Yeah, well, I, in fact, I found a Hawaiian shirt the other day and I thought of you and I thought, you know what? 
I'm gonna. I think I am gonna wear that this Caulfield Cup oh, day. Oh, definitely. So yes, I've got a selection of them. It's only gonna be about eight degrees, but we'll crack as, as you know, I've got a selection. Of <laughs> yes, them. I know. But anyway, um, one of these betting firms. Uh, I can't remember which one of these. I wouldn't name them anyway. There's a lot um, of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But there's one that's called Betting with Mates. So you yes, can all sort of jump yes, in. And so can. anyway, there's a few of us last weekend that were sort of texting and. Yep. So anyway, yep. we threw it in. We got the quaddy last yeah. weekend. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, with three favourites. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So. Um, I think it doesn't co- pay a lot, but it's a bit of fun. I, I think it cost us. Uh, I think we tipped in a hundred. Yeah, and um, then we that only got us five um, percent. Yeah, no, that's exactly how it was. <laughs> um, so we got the quaddy. So I think we still owe yes. about eighty <laughs> percent. <That's right. laughs> but look, it's worth the thrill of it. Well, you know, you can just say, well, when you know you got the field of the last, you're a fairly good chance if yes. you've got the other three left. Yeah, we must say, please gamble responsibly. Yeah, always yeah, gamble responsibly. All that sort of stuff. Always, but, always. But, but no, fun. it is exciting, mate, because the footy's finished. I know there's a bit of trade stuff going on, and there's you know, but that's a yawn. But well, it's a yawn it, fest. it is a bit of a yawn. It's been fairly uneventful, quite frankly. Oh, so um, nothing happens. We'll just wait till it all plays out. We'll see who we get. It we'll finishes who... uh, on Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, I think so that's right. everything happens in the last four hours. Yeah, well, four but seconds. Four seconds. <laughs> it's um, like it's like that game that used to play. Uh, when you had to run, walk around the chairs and then the music yeah, stops, the music stops and right. you've got to sit down. I think yes. it was called musical chairs. Yeah, it was called musical chairs. And that's a little bit like the AFL trade period. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They just walk around in circles talking to each other and then when the music stops, there's someone who hasn't got a contract yeah. and someone that has. There's only one thing. The musical chairs is way more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with that. It's actually visual. <laughs> I'd agree with that. <laughs> right now, on, speaking mate. of sporting events. Yes. Now, I know I'm not a... I'm not a boxing fan per se, yeah. but this guy, this Tyson Fury cat yep. that won the World Heavyweight Champion, He's and the I really big cat. emphasize heavyweight champion yep. in this regard, yep. uh, on uh, on the weekend, I believe, oh, the, the other day. I didn't watch it because I don't have the special uh, pay-per-view access to those sorts of things. I have watched the highlights. Right. Um, this guy... Apparently, it was one of the greatest fights of all time. Uh, he got knocked down twice, knocked down the other guy once, knocked yep. him down in the end in the in seventh round or something like that. Yep. But but if I told, can I tell you how big this guy is? Well, I looked at him he, and I reckon he's about. He's got to be nearly seven foot. He's six he? foot nine. Yeah, there you go. Right. Righto. He's one hundred and twenty five kilos. Jeez. And and he's and he's he's lost thirty to fight. Wow. Right. He's got a reach of two hundred and six centimeters, which is about which is two meter over two meters. So you open the front door from the front so, gate, so he could put from where we're sitting. Yeah, he put one on your chin. He could put one past your ear <laughs> without even blinking. He put one. He put you straight into the ambulance. And with all that weight, oh man! Imagine the velocity of the punch. Yep. Yep, just pure. He's a huge man. Yeah, he is a big man. Compared to all the previous heavyweights in, in history, yep. he's the biggest yep. of all time. Would Tyson have beaten him? Tyson would have, he would have swatted him like an ant. <laughs> Tyson would have come up to his, probably his uh, his chest. Right. And he just would have gone bang, bang, <laughs> like the Benny Hill guy on the on the ball yeah, guy. He just would have gone bang, bang, bang on the top of his head. I looked at him and thought, you probably don't need to throw a punch. You just need to land on someone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, he mauled this guy. He threw him around. Oh it was, my God. I might have to go was, back and find well, it. It's a, you know, I'm not a, a aficionado of the fight caper per se. Yep. But I was pretty impressed with the size of the unit. It was a little bit like Dolph Lundgren playing Rocky in that Rocky film. Yes. He was twice the yes. size of Rocky in yeah. Rocky 1. Yeah. In this yeah. case, yeah. Dolph Lundgren wins. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to spoil it for you, but I tell he you crushed what, him. Well, I'll tell you what. The other one that I, that I actually almost do struggle to watch, um, and not be, it's, it's the female version of it, because um, yeah. geez, they go hard. Yeah. It's it's not bare knuckle, but it's it's a combination of the kicking and the punching. By goodness me, I they, they, I saw a, a highlights reel the other day. Ten of the biggest or nastiest knockouts. Half of, the, half of them are with a foot. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, they're swinging a foot up and just absolutely crushing. Pushing, putting your jaw around your right yeah. ear. Yeah. It was, but it's 
but it's bloody. It's yeah, really no, bloody. It's, no, no, it, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. No, no, that no. sort of stuff. No. I'm just. I was just, I guess, oh, I a fan of how huge this yeah. guy was. Yeah, he was a big unit, It was spectacular. Yeah, no, anyway, I digress. The, the thing I did want to mention to you, and uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but there was a little show on Sunday night a that was show. the 50th anniversary of when Hey Hey, It's Saturday. There was, and I didn't see hit it. Hit the airwaves. Now, yes. I, I'm not a, you know, I think I'm not a massive, I was, I was a fan of the show. We all watched the show, yeah, watched um, the show. Of, of a certain vintage. Yep. Um, to do not so much on we Saturday out. morning, but it was sort of six thirty on a Saturday night, yeah. and you know, you'd get get out of the shower and you'd yeah. something to eat, freshen up, watch Hey Hey, go out to the pub. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, but I thought oh, I will watch it, and it started like it was flat as a tack when it started, right? And it was you know Daryl being Daryl, and Daryl being Daryl isn't great television. Yeah. Um, and then it picked up when they started to get into the actual clips of Red Faces, if you recall Red oh, Faces, yeah. and they had a whole sequence of Plucker Duck, who became, uh, later in the show, quite a legend of a character. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> An aggressive yeah, man. that's right. He dressed was, up in a duck yeah, outfit. Yeah, he had a bad day once and it never and, got better. And he'd do Chook Lotto. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And he'd look at the Chooks and go, yeah. one of them could be my children. Yeah. All that stuff was going on, uh, as I said, red faces. But this one was the highlight for me. I don't know if you recall... Um, Raymond J. Bartholomew. Oh, of course. It was the well, poet laureate who initially came in on Red Faces and did those great poems with his beret on. Well, he's now on another radio station. Well, he has gone on from from this suspicious start to do rock quiz and a range of different yeah, very things. Very clever man. So he's a very clever man. Very and, well and, read. And a, and a star. Yep, he is. Uh, and I, I used to love it. Yes. And then they had this particular one, which I'd totally forgotten about. I've totally forgotten was about it. The it. Music Men? No. Nah, were they were on too. Oh, were they? They were on. They were on. Yeah. <laughs> Nicky Loud. Nicky They did the Nicky Loud. Oh, I am the music man. <laughs> yeah, and I come it. from down your way. And that's it. And I can play. Yeah, I, yeah, play. I loved it. I saw a clip Gra- of that only a bit. Gratcho, Gratcho, Gratcho. Gratcho, So it was the kid, Matt Healy, who was the five-year-old boy who came out on Red Faces one day and he impersonated Raymond J. Bartholomew down to the Red Beret and Little Suit. No. And his his voice being five was a little bit high, but he did the whole maroon, maroon, I'm in a lagoon, the whole thing. (laughs) Did he? And then there's a clip, and I'll, and I'll play it for you. Yeah. Because it's it's hard to describe to the listeners if you haven't seen this sort of stuff. Right. It's it's Matt with Raymond J. Oh, no. Doing a piece, and I'll see if I can get it up and, and, and see if you can listen to this because it's gold. Right. <laughs> by the ocean. I know, I know. It's an old clip, and it probably didn't come through in terms of the sound quality of it, but I am an island. I am an isthmus. I was going to say, was that recorded onto a record? (laughs) I come from Bermuda. I don't believe in Christmas. (laughs) The poetry, oh, it's just gold. So I was sitting there with my pride, a bottle of red, and crying. Oh. <laughs> I've had the best belly laugh on Sunday night I've had in a long time. Oh, I'm going to have to go and watch it And now. it's a very feel-good moment right because on. then, of course, the show finished, so I break out YouTube <laughs> and start watching it over and over and over it again. I'm surprised you went on the end of my, you know, drunken text because I was sending it to everybody Oh, yeah, no, I, didn't, I don't think I got it. Although and I'm not sure I did with Go back home. and check your text. Yeah, you I will. Might. I'll have to go to my head check this And out. then, because um, you go down, you go, I go down the YouTube rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you keep going. So I've kept going and yeah. I'm watching, you know, editions of Red Faces. Oh. Which, so there's, there's, a, there's a lot on it. Um, so 
look, it was it was a good moment, mainly because in this day and age, bit of nostalgia is good. Yep, uh, a good to have a laugh. Yep, but good to remember. I'd forgotten some of this stuff that they used to do, and it's good stuff, A grade stuff Who? for 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 people of our vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't. I don't think it's dated too much, maybe a little bit, but... Who was the comedian they used to have on that I, we haven't seen now for quite some time? Well, they used to have time. Maury Fields on. Yeah, well, they used to have they used to have Shane Bourne on. Shane Bourne, but they had and Maury then, and And then Marty Fields Marty Fields, on. correct. Yeah. But there was another comedian... Trevor Marmalade used to be yeah, on. Yeah, no, it's not even Marmalade. There's another bloke... Who was um, oh Russell Gilbert? Russell Gilbert. Now he yes. was interviewed. And oh, he was. was he? They showed a bit of Russell Gilbert. Oh, you know, he's not well. Okay. Yes, he's uh, he's got a mental. Well, maybe. Mental um, but they did interview Russell. Right. Uh, showed a lot That's of clips of Russell. He's um, a funny man. He's a very funny. And man. in fact, I think he eventually ended up being the warm up man. I've, I've Probably got a right. feeling, you know, how they just get the crowd sort of up and about and, and whatnot. But, oh, that's a shame. Um, I'm sorry to hear that for him, and I, I wish him well. And then they had a whole lot of musical acts that churned through that joint. Yep. That Kiss churned through. Yes. They had Rocky, our mate sliced alone, <laughs> ran through it. All this sort of stuff. Was John Blackman on? They had, yeah, John Blackman was on. He's had this, his whole, he's lost his whole reconstructed jaw to, to cancer. Well, in fact, I saw a. But he was on. He was on, on the saw, show. Yeah, but I saw a photo. Photo of him, yeah. you know, that they took on the show, and I could see that he's had a lot of work. A lot of work done. done. Voice yeah. is still the same, is it? Though, oh, that's good. was my next question. Well, that's good. So he could still do so, all his voiceover stuff. Yeah, nice. And then they did whole segments about Dickie Neve, as you recall. Yep, the little stick on Jackie head. McDonald. Jackie McDonald was on. All the girls got a run. Did they? Joe Beth Taylor. Joe Beth Taylor. Lavinia. Ah, Vinny. Yeah, yeah, all of them. So it was a really, really. Good. So go back and have a look. Yeah, I will. I can get it on the old yeah, yeah. streaming services yeah, and. Um, and as, as they say, and Molly was on, do yourself a favour. <laughs> and um, we'll um, we'll leave it there. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. All right. And then we will pop back with um, all the stuff that we're going to talk about I've today. Got, I've got a beauty for you. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Good on you, mate. Right on, mate. Yes. And yes. With, the, uh, with the two smoking guns. You are with two smoking guns. And um, we've just been reminiscing prior to the break. Now, now can I, um, do you mind if I just follow on in a bit yeah. of your sporting theme? Yeah, that sure. That you just had before. Because um, I, <laughs> I came across this. So it's a sporting uh, little piece uh, in the odd spot. Um, so let me just read you this. Um, you know, people go to the, the, uh, they go to the baseball. And, oh, I've um, been to the baseball. Go and but it's you know you'll only it, go once to the baseball. Oh really? It's dull. Takes, you, takes you about four hours. I went to, to I went to have one of those hot dogs. Pretty yes. ordinary. Yeah. I went to have a beer. Yep. Pretty ordinary because it's Bud Light. Yeah. Ooh. Or something like that. Yeah. We sat in the bleachers, watched it go around for a while, and yeah. I only wanted to stay to the bottom of the ninth when they sang. We're all going out to the ball game. We did that, and, and my bride said, "Can we go now? Because oh, this is dull." Oh my! And she was dead right. Anyway, apologies well, to baseball fans out there, but it wasn't my. Then my game. you might enjoy this story right. about the uh, baseball, though. Um, so the dream of many uh, an American baseball fan is to catch the ball in their mitt, yes, while watching a major game. Yep. Um. But Shannon... Um, uh, no. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, Shannon Frendray, 27. Frendray. So the, yeah. Shannon being a female. Obviously. Oh, Shannon, well, yeah. there's a name so, that could be either. That could be either. So that's yeah. why. So Frennan, uh, Frendray, <laughs> it's a bit tough to say that one. Uh, she's 27. Uh, she actually went one step further. Um, but she did actually catch a home run ball... Um, from the stands, uh, yeah. would you hazard a guess, if she didn't catch it with her mitt, do you hazard a guess as to how she might have caught it? Well, I don't want to be rude. Yeah. With her beer cup. Um, no. No. And it wasn't with her mouth. Right. It was with her with prosthetic leg. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, not laughing at the fact no, she's got a prosthetic leg, but I've got to no. tell you, with remarkable skill, she grabbed her right leg, held it aloft oh, as the ball dropped into it during a game between Chicago White Sox and the Detroit Tigers. Well, that's quick thinking. How from, good is that? How clever is she? Quick thinking from Shannon just to go, well, 
I'm going to whip the leg off and catch it in the leg. Or was, so, she, or was she just adjusting the leg at the time? Well, I'll tell you what, there might have been, another, there might have been something else going on with her that uh, made her sort of give her the courage. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon might have had a couple of Bud Light. posted her feed on TikTok, so I'm going to have to find it, with the caption, five beers in oh. and taking off my leg to catch a ball seemed like a great idea. <laughs> Just show, I so, tell you what uh, what occurred to me with that. That's a great story. That's a great by story. The way. Does she get to keep the ball? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't have to chuck it back. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. And I think that's where she smuggled in her five cans too, because <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's heavy beer she's had. Not, not oh, that I reckon you're stuff. dead right. <laughs> and you, do, I tell you what, she doesn't want to meet Dan, meet Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> I'll tell you now. Well, is that the same as like a yard glass that's, shoey? That's not a shoey, mate. That's a yard glass. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, I'm not laughing at the fact. No, I'm. I'm. Uh, that's just a great story. She's a genius for going. The ball's just been hit. It's coming my way. Stand by. <laughs> click, click, click. It's quick <laughs> thinking. Le- oh, very quick thinking. Quick that ball's travelling, so um, it would have gone nice and quick, That's wouldn't it? Very, very amusing. Isn't it funny? I mate? like that. Yeah, I liked it too. Very good, mate. All very right. good. Now, what have you got? For well, me? I've got a couple. Yes. You know how we like a record or two, and you know oh, yeah, how we've always uh, pontificated that the two smoking guns, yep. being Scotty and Rutsy, yes, should try and find a Guinness Book of Records <laughs> worth breaking. <laughs> If it involves beer or yum cha, we're half a chance. <laughs> if it's the men's 100 trolleys, that's the record I'm going to find. How many? Um, it's the yum cha Olympics, mate. Correct. But I found a couple. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, right. I, I like throwing these past you. Yes. Just to see whether you want to take these Gauge on. my level of interest. Gauge your level of interest. <laughs> Does it involve chilies? <laughs> no. Good. No. Then I'm still half a chance. No. This one, this is a gardener. Right. right. Yes. He's harvested 839 cherry tomatoes from a single stem. Ooh. That's right. interesting. That's nearly double the existing world record. He planted his seeds in March, this, and this month he harvested 830 mo- from one stem. One stem. One truss. Oh, one truss. That's a feat of gardening. How much fertiliser do you reckon that bloke's So it's one truss as opposed to one plant. You know with, the ones with... you get at the bloody supermarket that you, yeah, that you whack up, in your roast? But they grow arms and... Oh, yeah. I see. But one of those. Oh, one, one of those whole things. Oh, 800 on just one arm on of that. one. Oh, and that's, that's impressive. I don't know if I... I haven't, got the, I haven't got the backyard. We can't do it unless yeah. you've got a backyard. Yeah, I do. You take it, over the whole backyard. Well... Uh, in fact, well, I was going to say because I, I'm a I'm a bit of a fan of growing my own little cherries, and a couple of years ago I had a crack for the first time, and I reckon I did knock out about 350 cherry tomatoes, but it was on a whole tomato yeah, plant, right? This, so I it think wasn't this is a run a bit of different. We'd have to get the uh, the um, tape measure. <laughs> have to get Don Burke around to give us a hand. No, we need Vasily. Oh, Vasily, Vasily, of Vasily. <laughs> so this this could be one, but it, it's, this is not interesting to me at all. But no. I'll, I'll mention it for you. All right. A Mexican fan of the Disney Pixar film Cars. Yes. Which I don't recall of seeing. Yeah, it's you, got the red car. You and might have faces seen it. on the front. And... He's collected 1,200 pieces of memorabilia from the movie and in the process has got himself a Guinness World Record for the highest number of Disney cars in a collection. They didn't make 1,200 cars. He's, like there's about. He's got a collection of items related to the animated comedy and it began when his daughter asked him to buy toys of some of the characters so she could play with a neighbour. Now she's playing with half the neighbourhood with right. 1,200 cars. Well, Okay. Well, I mean, now well, you could tackle it on. Well, the, no, because well, you've got a train set. Yeah, well, I tell you, yeah, you could have a crack at it from that. that. Yeah, there's a few boys going a bit better than <laughs> yeah, me. Right. On that. I tell you what, I've seen. I saw a bloke the other day who's got a setup whereby he actually can sort of unhinge a section, swing it open, jump inside, swing it back, join the track again. And mate, it, it it looks like Disneyland. I've always wanted um, one of those ones that could carry sushi. Oh, yeah, I've got one. Like a sushi truck. I can make you one that'll carry sushi. <laughs> yeah, no worries. All right, we might talk after the show. I've got some little wagons where I could put sushi in the back. Wagons? Oh. <laughs> I can get you a... Uh, 
I could I could get you a flying Scotsman pulling yeah. about twenty little carriages, all yeah. with the sushi oh, in the little, back. little <laughs> avocado and rolls, and on. I'll make it slow it down as I come slow close to you, so, you so can I can some select a morsel, and then I'll speed it up to go and refill. And what happens when, uh, like, uh, in the Adams family, oh, when the trains collide, there'd just be rice and tuna everywhere. Well, what's interesting about that is. Um, that has to be doctored because you actually can't have two trains going in the opposite direction Unless with electric, put... <laughs> electric oh, trains. Oh, you can't? Well, you can't, no. Oh, because of the magnets would push them Well, apart. it's just not the way it works. Right. <laughs> so okay. I don't know how we got two trains to go in opposite directions. Well, it was a TV show. So, yeah, anyway, but and let's not let the truth get in the way of what was a very good crunch up every time but very good my father used to cringe Uncle Fester. that's a very good loco that he's just crashed <laughs> anyway i'm not a fan of that record uh, but i'm not a i'm and i'm definitely not a fan of the next one yeah this is a uh, a lady uh, she's actually a scientist in britain with a passion for gymnastics uh-oh She's broken two Guinness World Records. The following. I thought you were about to say two legs. <laughs> Most back somersault burpees in 30 seconds? Come on. Now, I don't even know what a back somersault burpee is. I could lie on my back and burp. I think a burpee is when you hop well, down on the ground and jump down and jump do that. back up. But so a backward one. What? What's a, a back somersault burpee? A back somersault. I think what she does is a burpee, then she does a back somersault, and then does a burpee and a back somersault, and then a burpee. Well, I do one back somersault. I wouldn't go the whole way. I'd land on my back, and that'd be me out for the next five years. So that's important. That one's out. (laughs) That's out. Okay, good. I just wanted to verify. I can't do that one, Rutsy. And she's got the um, fastest 100 metre forward rolls. You know, you used to do forward rolls as a kid? Yeah. 100 metres of them. Wow. She doesn't tell me what her time is. But, uh, man, I'd do one of those and, oh, God, I need a stretch. I'd have to be on really soft ground. And I'd probably get stuck halfway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't even comprehend that. I'll tell you what I did see the other day. You talk about doing some crazy stuff. I saw this chap who actually had no legs. So he had nothing yeah. from his waist. Down. And what, we, what was he doing? Running the hundred meters on his arms. Oh, dear. it was at the Paris. It was no, it was something else. But was it was it? like, my goodness me, it was something to behold. I got to tell you. And then wasn't it Kurt Fernley? Yeah, who's also got no. He doesn't. Have no, he did the Kokoda Trail. The Trail. I've seen him yeah. speak. Yeah, he's a, very good. He's very good speaker. Yeah, very good speaker. He's very impressed. You, you watched. You were a big fan of the Paralympics. You said he was, was a very a, good host I as well. Was a very, very big fan of the uh, Paralympics. As I said to you, the able-bodied Olympics were um, uh, entertaining, but yeah. the Paralympics were inspirational. Yeah, very good, very good. Time. All right, mate, well, I'll keep on the lookout. All right. Because none of those appear to be uh, in the ballpark. Right, now... For, for what we're looking for at the minute. Now, in, you know, we, we've all been in lockdown and things can get a bit testy from time to time as we, you know, you, you just don't get out as much and... Yeah, the old saying in life, you know, happy wife, happy life. Well, it's a very true saying. Well, there's a chap that's... For those of us that... uh... There's a a chap that's taken that to a whole new level. Right. Just trying to understand his motivation, but just work with me here. Um, So this is in uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Bosnia, Herzegovina. Governor. I want to go there one day. Yeah, (laughs) B&H. B&H. Um, it's not exactly on par with India's Taj Mahal, but a family house in a small town in northern Bosnia is, in its own way, a monument to love. Is it? Yes. A small town? Yes, a small town, yes. and it's got a monument to love. Situated on a fertile plain. Of course. Well, the <laughs> plain's can't be anything else except fertile. Fertile. Unless they're barren. No, unless they're barren, Sharon. <laughs> Situated on a fertile plain in northern Bosnia. Near the town of Sibak, the house is designed and built by 72-year-old Vojin Kuzi. It's as good as it's going to get. Um, <laughs> with a green facade and a red metal roof. Yes. Green and red. This house is capable of doing something in order to make his wife happy. Ooh, okay. It can rotate a full circle on its seven-meter axis to satisfy his wife, Lupicia. <laughs> 
shifting her desires as to what she would like to see when she looks out of its windows. Oh, good on him. <laughs> so he's so he's got a ro- he's got a rotating <laughs> house. So after I reached an advanced age, and after my children took over the family business, I finally had enough time to task myself with granting my wife her wish to be able to change the position of rooms in the house whenever she wants. Very good. Kuzik said. Yeah. Many years ago, uh, when they were married, Kuzik had built another typical house for himself and his wife in which they raised their three children. At the time, his wife wanted their bedrooms to face the sun, so they did. But this meant that their living room always faced away from the road. After a while, he says, his wife complained she could not see people entering our front yard. And Kuzik had to remodel everything. Mm. I had to tear down the wall between our two be- between our two bedrooms, doke, to turn them into a living room and move all of the electrical installations. It was a very demanding task. It took a lot from me, but I did what she wanted. He said, God, "What a guy!" Then six years ago, could have gone to a new house. Man. The only one of Kuzik's three children not to fly the nest, a son, married his uh, married. And his parents decided to let him live on the top floor of their family house while they moved to the ground floor. Once again, this time on the ground floor, I had to start uh, tearing down some walls, at which point, to not wait for her to change her mind again, I decided to build a new house. <laughs> so, well, that's lovely. So he's That's lovely. I've got a song dedicated <laughs> to that. You spin me right <laughs> round, baby, right round. Is it that? No, it's not that one. But uh, that's a lovely story. Well, <laughs> of commitment. That's a very long way to go to make the bride happy. It is, mate. It is. I mean, I'm not sure we should put that to air. We might give well, people di- di- different ideas. You know, them doing a bit of vacuuming and the dishes and hanging out the washing <laughs> normally cuts the mustard. But do you mind putting a, a, a spinning thing under the house so I can change my view? Uh, oh, anyway, good on you, mate. There we go. Well, about um, uh, yeah, rotating. Uh, sorry, he, he built a new rotating house so she can spin. Uh, she can spin it as she pleases. She can spin it as she pleases. <laughs> Good on her. Uh. Looking ugly, looking ugly at me Knew what you were saying, you were saying to me Baby's got some new rules, baby said she's had it with me
Well, um, just before the break, for all the messages yeah. from our important sponsors and friends, yes. um, back announcing um, a little track that I've, you know, I've been listening to a bit of REM lately. I was going to say that I thought that was yeah. REM. And that was a little special one because it was REM singing with Kate Pearson from B-52s. Ah. So there's a little bit of a The Love one. Shackers. The Love Shackers. So yeah. The Boom Shackalacka Love Shackers. They are, have, I love the, I love oh, the 52s. The 52s. Hey? The we 52s. might play a bit of... 52s, I think, um, next time. Well, maybe anyway. when we come out of lockdown, we, we might have a love shack. Well, <laughs> well it's a bit like that. Or, if you see a big sign on the side of the road, maybe we might be in a big Cadillac. We might. Going down and the uh, we might, we might uh, if we get to travel, we might go to Bosnia Herzegovina to visit uh, old mate's uh, love shack that spins around well, like a record. A bit hard to put the key in the door. The house keeps moving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to run this past you because yeah. I think I, I, I said something at the top of the show. Yeah. Um, you get a get a wine and you tip it into the glass. And what do you normally, you know, sometimes if you sort of want to get a sense of it, you. You know, have a bit of a sniff and, yeah, you know, yeah. and swill it around and, yep. you know, a little bit of a... Yep. And no spittoon required. <laughs> no, not normally. <laughs> so anyway, um, th- this caught my eye and I, uh, this is something I would never have thought about doing. Uh, this is about olive oil. Yeah, you mentioned, mentioned olive oil. Um, you'll be amazed at the range of the aromas and flavours you'll find when tasting extra virgin olive oils. Is that right? Yes. Good extra virgin olive oil should remind you of something like uh, tomatoes, tropical fruit, apples, freshly mown grass, mm-hmm. says Leandro Ravetti from Cobram Estate. Cobram Estate, yeah, well, they make we, very good. we don't make very good. Yeah, they do. Um, it should have a rich but clean mouthfeel. If it tastes like cheese or fermented food, then fruit has not been handled properly. Mm. So there's quite a bit that obviously... Well, I've never really it. sat down and tasted it. So, to taste like a pro... Yeah. Pour a little olive oil into a small glass yes. and follow the four S's. Right. Swirl. Swirl. Sniff. Sniff. Slurp. Slurp. And swallow. And swallow. Right. I hadn't ever thought about... Well, I might olive. give it a run. I'm cooking tonight, All so right. I'll give it a look. Uh, uh, professional tasters use a special blue-tinted glass to disguise the oil's colour so their preconceptions don't influence their judgment. Well, because it doesn't... Like it, does, it well, looks green, it, doesn't it? Well, some of it is. Yes, there's different Viscous sort of and hue, green, like hues oil. and tinges yeah, that yeah. Uh, can run through them. Make a seal over the top of the glass yeah. with the palm of one hand, and rub the base of the glass with the palm of your other hand for yeah. thirty seconds. This warms the glass and releases the oil's aromas. It sounds remarkably like a tequila slammer. <laughs> <laughs> Swirl the glass. Then lift it to your nose and stiff the aromas. Then slurp a little oil through your lips as if you were tasting wine. This lets uh, some air through the oil so the aroma wafts into your nasal cavity, releasing more flavour. It does. Um, uh, Unlike wine tasting, you'll need to swallow uh, a little oil to feel the catch right. down the throat. The catch. Well, that, um, the catch bit might be t- the bit that br- brings me undone, I yeah, think. This might be for you. You can take part in an online tasting with Cobram Estate at 7.30 on the 28th of October, part of an attempt to set a record oh. 
for the world's largest virtual olive oil tasting. We could be part of a world record. Bang. <laughs> as long as it's not 7.30 in the morning. It's 7.30 p.m. Oh, lock it in. Participant- when is it? 28th of October at 7.30, participants will receive four extra virgin olive oils and a sample of rancid oil as a benchmark. Oh, no. The tasting is normally $10, but register by October the 14th using the code GOODFOOD for 50 cents discount at cobramestate.com.au. Let's get on board that. So I reckon... (laughs) We're all on that. We're going to get a shot glass, a blue shot glass. We're on it. (laughs) And we're going to be part of a world record. Oh, That God, I knew we'd get one one day. You know what? I hadn't even read the rest of the article to even know it said That's that. That's good. So. <laughs> right, we'll lock that in. Where, 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 where do we go? go? Where do we go? 28th, uh, compromestate.com.au. Compromestate. All right. Um, and use the code GOODFOOD for a 50% discount. So it's good. only going to cost you $9.50. Food. For you to chug a lug some olive oil. Oh, I don't care. I just want to be part of the world record. <laughs> you better have some wine ready, I'm tipping. <laughs> to, to follow. Or, or, I, like I need a wine or, chaser. Or, or olive bread. <laughs> Speaking of uh, olive oil. Yes, go on. You recall last week, uh, yes. if, if you recall last week, I don't remember one show yeah, from, from the next, but we were talking about food. We were. And we were talking I about, talked about my dish that I cooked. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. exactly right. Yep. And uh, I talked about French food. Which is which is, um, I guess, the classic basis of yes. a lot of modern day cuisine and cooking. Yes, we you talked know, about whether we liked all of those French things. dishes. The Correct. Other week. Well, in fairness, because I also like Italian food. Oh yes, yeah, so. And when you say to me olive oil, I think of okay, onions, garlic, and chili, and then yeah, make it up, make it up from there. Sardines. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, so um, a lot of people um like. Italian food. It's very yes. popular. Yeah, absolutely. So um, there'll come as no surprise that you like every one of these dishes. Oh. I've got 25 of them. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Or pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Grand. So you can have any type of pizza you like. And there are there would be a thousand different types of pizzas out there. Anything you could imagine. I don't think anything's off limits. And nothing's off limits. Other than Nutella. I wouldn't have Nutella. Well, no, pizza. God. I've, I've, have I've, you? Yeah, I've had that down have the you? road. The kid, when the kids were young. Really? I tried a bit. Did you? Yeah. Have you sweet. recovered? It's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Nutella and strawberry and caster <laughs> sugar. And 24 years ago. I had to take four cholesterol tablets when I got home. And a free cut of But I, when I, when I, you know, with pizza, I do like um, classic basic pizzas. Flat, flat, you know, really <gasps> crusty base. Anchovies? Oh, always. I could have a pizza just with anchovies. Olives? Yes. Hot salami? Yes. Um, Roma tomatoes? Yep. Uh, oh, maybe some uh, oh onion, uh, capsicum. Yeah, bang. Pineapple? No, not on that pizza. Yeah, no, not that one. Yeah. Okay, so it's number one. <laughs> Give me a long segment. <laughs> yep, two spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, done. Now whether you're talking matriciana, marinara, bolognese, carbonara, puttanesca, pesto, chicken and sun-dried tomatoes, linguine and clams. Yeah. A million yep. different hundred percent pasta restaurants. Just tick. Most of which are bloody good. Yes. Hundred percent. Risotto. Yeah, I love risotto. Particularly I love mushroom risotto. Yeah, chicken and mushroom risotto. Yep. Got me. I don't Ta- have a lot of it, but I but no, I, I like it. Italian salami. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Mamma mia. Oh dribbling <laughs> here. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Ah. See, this is all part of my charcuterie. I know it is. This is this is why it's got Scotty written all over it. Arancini balls. Oh yes, I love arancini balls. Yes, I thought you would. I love them. I thought you would. Love them. Uh, beef lasagna. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Or lasagna of yeah, various yeah, types. You've yep. you've got your different. Don't muck around with it too much, but yeah, good. Porchetta. Oh yeah. I love Red it. Pork oh, crackling. Oh, my. Eh? Focaccia. Focaccia. Calzoni. Calzoni. Palpetta, which is meatballs. Oh, yeah, meatballs. You can have any sort of meatballs you I like, meatballs and you can have them long anything time, you but, like. Yeah, but, but you can muck around with those a bit too. Chicken caprese. Yes. Very good. Ossobuco. Oh, Ossobuco. Or you can have lamb shanks, ossobuco, yeah, call yeah. it what you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, bistecca alla Fiorentina, which is a porterhouse steak. Florentine style, oh, very uh, nice cut. 
yeah. caprese salad, which is all tomatoes, all different sorts yep. of tomatoes with a bit of buffalo, mozzarella, yeah, and basil. Lovely. Now we get into the dessert section. Yeah, this is probably Af- not my affogato. St- not my strong suit. Affogato. I'm not a big dessert person. Cappuccino. Oh yeah, cappuccino. Gelati. No. Tiramisu. Love it. Cannoli. Yes. Biscotti, which you have with yeah. your cappuccino. Yeah. And a few drinks just to finish off with. Oh, here we go. Negronis. Yeah. yeah. What's that? A Negroni? A Negroni. Yeah. A Negroni's gin, vermouth, and Campari. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever had one. Mm, nice. Is it? Bitter. Nice. Yeah, okay. A Bellini. A Bellini? Yeah, which no, is Prosecco no, no. and peach puree. Oh. Very refreshing. Wow. The, the bride this would is like a Bellini. All, this is all heavy gear. And Aperol Spritz, of course, yeah, 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 which is the uh, Holden <laughs> of the uh, the drinks uh, vernacular cocktail <laughs> cabinet in Italy. So. I thought I'd then give you a flavour of Italy because you want to talk about how we're going to get there. Uh, Potentially. Well, uh, I don't I'm, know if these guys go quite, there. I'm not quite sure they're going to go that far, but yeah. you never know. Um, so there's a uh, there's a bunch overseas, uh, which is it's actually a US private Better investment. US private money. Private firm, mm-hmm. 777 Partners. They're going to uh, they're going to bring a new airline to us. I'm going to pricey all this so yeah. we can keep moving through. Um, but the nice part is, oh, what sort of caught my attention was, we're uh, we're for everyday Australians. We won't have any of the bells and whistles offering uh, with lounges and frequent flyer programs. This is going to be a budget end of the local market. It's been um, uh, moribund since the closure of Tiger Air. Mm. So uh, this is going to be focused on Australia's tradies, teachers, kids and carers. Kids and carers. Carers and carers. Uh, new destinations uh, rather than uh, concentrating in Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. So most routes of this airline um, are not covered uh, by those carriers. Yes. Um, so, and that's why I was thinking about you because it might, they might fly directly into some sort of sort of off-beaten place that you yeah. might like to go, rather than having to go to Bris Vegas and then having to drive seven hours somewhere. They actually might have a kite that sort of drops you literally where you want no, to go. Well, that's what I like about it. Um, and, of course, uh, I'll tell you whether it's clever or not, but I, I just reckon it might just work. You know what they called it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Go on. Bonza. Bonza. <laughs> now, I don't mind it, actually. I, I think it's know, fine. Yeah, I reckon it's all right. So, now, you know... Lucky that he didn't call it shrimp airlines or something. You know, that's right. Um, but anyway, bonds, they've, bonds, they've bonds gone right to the other end of the extreme. they got some nice aircraft. I've seen pictures of it. Um, my pilot son's had a good look through those planes. And he's very interested in potentially applying oh, to work for a Bonza. He's going to be a Bonza pilot. He could be a Bonza pilot. Um, as long as they don't have Sheilas as some of the staff that work I think, on board. I think they call their air stewardesses Sheilas. <laughs> So anyway, we're having a bit of a laugh about that, so we're not being... So they that, are, that is a serious tilt. They're going to come in, and have a crack. They're in they're discussions gonna, with they're, about... Uh, they're going to come and get under the skin of the likes, I gather, of sort of Rex Airlines and, you know, some of the other little mobs that sort of fly here and there. And you never know, you might just be able to jump on the kite when your son can't fly. You know, we might just be able to jump on a kite and go to Albury and play golf. There's a, to the a secret to this airline. Yes. Is not replicating the flight paths that all the others already do. Correct. Because they can do it faster, better, cheaper, yep. whatever. They've got all the systems. They've got scale. But if they take you, instead of going to, uh, say, Cairns. That's right. And they take you to Toowoomba. Or very different fee structure. Mackay. Correct. Very different. Yep. Very different. Yeah, yeah. If they can take you to regional areas, for example, that's a very different model. And they're not well. They're not renting lounges, right? So they're not they're not providing any of that facility. You just turn up with your bottle of water. Yeah. You might get a you might get a half eaten pasty <laughs> at best. Yeah. But they they're not making any bones about no, it. No, no. This I'd, is a no frills airline. I don't. We're going to fly it. you cheap, but we're going to fly to places you've never been able to fly to before. But they, they would want to learn the lessons of Tiger. Yeah, well... Because their service or lack thereof was legendary. Yeah, well, getting your bags was a whole new experience, wasn't it? (laughs) If it actually came back with two handles. That's what they've got to get right. They've got to send the bags to the same location as they take their passengers. Yeah, they might need to... That's where you want to get to. They might need to rent some space on another airline for your bags. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just... I I hope it gets up and I hope it flies. Well, they're probably (laughs) not going to go overseas, Bonza. 
But, uh, no, um, no, no. They're just going to do all the... They're going to go the back streets, mate. They're going to go in the, the back gonna, street they're, boys. They're, they're going to be the back street boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Uh, I don't know. We probably don't have a lot of time. Yeah, you got a little bit Can of I, time. All right. Well, because I, I think I raised last you week. You do it in a few did minutes. Did I tell you about, there's two words you don't want to hear. Yeah. Ecuador and prison. Yeah, it conjures up Midnight Express yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, uh, this makes Midnight Express look like play school. Oh, it does yeah. <laughs> so the boys got a bit uh, antsy the other week. The boys in prison. Yeah, the boys in prison, yeah. I think I think the food might have been off or something, yeah. or the curfew got cut a bit short or something happened. They anyway, got a half eaten sandwich on yeah, Bonzer so and weren't happy. Ecuador on Friday deployed thousands of police oh, and God. soldiers to secure its violent prisons. At least 118 inmates were killed. Wow. Six of them were beheaded. What? As rival gangs armed with guns and grenades went to war at at the Guayquil prison on Tuesday. Another 86 wounded were wounded. uh, Another 86 wounded were wounded. Okay. Uh, Six critically. It was the latest bloody clashes in Ecuador's broken prison system with 237 inmates killed so far this year. Really? Police retook control of the prison complex on Thursday evening. It took them two days to get under control. Right. Six beheaded. It's sort of a bit more of a stretch than the kids that were jumping on the roof of the Barmsbury Youth Detention Centre. What you've got to ask the question is, where'd they get all this gear to let bombs (laughs) off and behead people? Suffice to say, the security systems are porous in those the, prisons. Uh, do you think that prison might leak like a sieve? <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> you reckon drones are flying across the top, just dropping stuff off? Uh, <laughs> There's colanders with the, with more holes. Now, than t- speaking about, but I tell you what, yeah, with that, yeah, Ecuador's off my hit list now. I'm not. I'm not flying there. Don't want to go. No, no. Uh, I think I've lost. No, because I you think could, I've lost interest. Because in you've got a parking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you might not end up at a good spot. Oh, you might end up at the wrong hey, division. Uh, uh, can I tell you, I'm going to preface something for our next show. Right. Because I know, I think time's going to yeah, cruise time's again. Yeah, time's going to get away I'm going to talk to you about 15 things that were invented. Oh, yes. And you're going to tell me who invented them. Well, I better go and do some homework. So go and do some homework. All right, mate. So you can do that. Um, we've had a blast as always. Total pep. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Two Smoking Guns. And uh, we'll do it all again. Hopefully. See you, buddy. See you, mate. Bye, mate. <laughs>